Dior Talks. The female gaze uh, for me is about changing the way we present women in fashion. More like a subject, not uh, as an object. The women are represented in many different ways, not only one way. That is very important for me. It's also what I try to make with my work in Dior. There are many elements in the female case. Leanne Lowe is my guest today on Dior Talks, a young photographer who is making major strides in the world of fashion photography with her unique visual language. There's a dreamlike quality to Lowe's photographs, which are abundant with metaphors and symbols, but also speak of her own experiences as a woman. Lowe uses photography to create her own world, and in this episode, she tells me more about her vision and her ambitions for the future. I'm Charlotte Janssen, a journalist and the author of Girl on Girl, a book exploring photography in the age of the female gaze. You're listening to Dior Talks, conversations on the female gaze. Hey Leanne, how are you doing today? It's quite late there, isn't it? Yeah, it's 10pm in Hong Kong now, but it's fine. We usually sleep late, yeah. (laughs) My mom maybe will hear about it. Is it just because the lifestyle there is like that? Or what's the, you know, Um, do you work usually at night? What's your... I like to read at night because it's more, the atmosphere is more quiet here in the deep night where there's just like no no one around no movements just like some strange noises and you know it's more concentrated yeah for sure so you're about to move to london soon right yeah for the master degree yeah you're going to be doing an ma at central st martin's congratulations on getting your thank you i'm going to like uh, October, I hope, if the virus is getting better. Um, so you're going to be doing an MA in photography. Um, but until now, you've been self-taught, is that right? Yes, yes. What made you want to, to I guess, teach yourself photography and what's making you want to now go and do this degree at such a prestigious art school on the other side of the world? As I know, this course is not only about photography, uh, the graduate student told me, and as I read the course online, it's more about the concept. So the course have many content about philosophy, and I really like mm-hmm. philosophy. And I read a lot of the uh, the professor's article, and I think his mind is really, mm, I just feel like I got a bonding of it. Um what I want to develop is also what he wanted to develop. For example, like the boundary of the photography and how can we combine the concept and the form perfectly, but not um, mm. only focus on one side and very not balanced. Sometimes the artwork we can see. Yeah. So mm. I want to have more philosophy or the concept discussion with the with the school the classmate or the teacher yeah you're still at the very beginning of your career you're you're 21 right um yes yes but you've already had a lot of experience working with some major brands Mm -hmm. um shooting editorials for big magazines um do you ever get intimidated in those kind of spaces you know how do you feel in those kind of environments and what gives you confidence to kind of walk into a a shoot for one of these huge brands or magazines and you just feel like you can own it yes that's a really good question like yeah people they see me I'm very young so they say wow you're you're really cool in doing this but actually I'm 
I'm really nervous every time when <laughs> I when I went before I were so you know the first time I shoot for Rochelle um, mm-hmm. the daughter of Maria for the yeah. Madame Frigar of Hong Kong before the shooting I have no fashion shooting experience so my first shoot is to shoot the Dior's direct doctor which is I don't wow. know <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Rochelle at the time all I know is this title so I get really panicked I, I can't even sleep in Paris before the shooting at that night so I kept I kept testing with my family thanks to the uh, Hong Kong and Paris have a six hour um, time different jet lag yeah so yeah. my mom just kept saying the positive word to me which gives me more confidence say like you just need to shoot Rochelle like you shoot your sister so actually mm. no difference so when I when I listen to it okay I'll say okay I, I need to come down and shoot like what I'm doing usually uh, when our shooting start actually I feel really enjoy and I don't feel any nervous but yeah every time like this before work I'm very nervous but when I'm doing this I'm really enjoying of it right yeah once you get into the mode once you get into the swing yeah, of it I mean yeah, I feel yeah. the same with interviews to be honest like it's the anticipation of it and the build-up beforehand because you don't know what the person's going to be like you don't know how they're going to react to you um are they going to be open are they going to be warm are you going to ask the wrong thing do the wrong thing say the wrong thing how are they going to look so yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. this build-up but then once you get into the flow of it it's often really actually I read your book you know in my university in my year one ah no way oh wow that's so nice yes so I feel really surprised to talk to you this. Oh, I feel, oh my God, the world is so small. Photography world is small. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. Thanks thanks for reading it. Can you tell me about the work you did with Dior? So you've shot an editorial for the magazine, which was called Secret Garden. Yeah. Um, And that came out earlier this year, right? Just before the lockdown. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Can can you tell me about that shoot? Like what was the the concept? Yeah. Um, This concept is about natural... I really like the Chinese philosophy, you know, the book named uh, Lao Zi, Tao Te Ching. And in this book, it's talking about the nature of the human and and the Tao, Taoism. So I always believe that everything is nature, it's the nature. So um, you can see I use many uh, roots and many mud on the hands and then there the luxury jewelry on it but i want to show a very raw and very how to say for example like the root of the plants we usually don't see it we usually just see the flower or the leaf but i want to show the deeper side that's a side we usually didn't notice it so um yeah mm. I, w- I like to i also like to find a um, the connection between the human bodies and the plants and then I find Maria designs uh, she's doing the same like one dress is look like uh, the body with the flower in chakra. in the Indian we call it chakra, chakra. yeah so I see uh, many connections between my fellow system and Maria designs so it is really mm. easy for me to get the whole concept, just very natural, just about the natural. 
and the human. Mm, and the, the interaction between the two. Um, you also photographed Raquelle, um, as we mentioned before, who is also, you know, Maria Grazia mentions her as her, you know, she's not only her daughter, but she's her muse consistently. Yeah. Um, and you did an editorial shoot with her. And I find those images, they're stunning. And they really tell like a kind of mysterious story, which is very much your vibe. You know, when I, I was looking through your Instagram um, earlier this week and you really have this kind of almost paranormal presence yeah. in a lot of your photographs. And in, in that story, it almost looks like Raquel is performing some kind of ritual. Um, so you've got candles. She seems to be kind of prostate and praying. What, what was the idea? What's going on there? Yeah, so... When I this, the that was the first collaboration I worked with Dior, so I read about the uh, history of the Dior uh, from very very old time, like back to the Mister Dior time, and then I find that Mister Dior is really into the astrology, so I think oh I like it too, so I can put it in the shooting, and then. I, Maria is the first female director of Dior, so I think it's really, um, really meaningful to put these two, two together. Uh, together, Maria close and mm-hmm. Mr. Dior as a metaphor, the astrology. Yeah. I put these two items together to make this picture, and this is also what I like. Something uh, mystery. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. how this photo come from. Yeah, beautiful. It's really interesting work, and Thank say, you. like you always have a, a very distinct atmosphere in your work. Yeah. Um, there's a series of pictures um, of of women, um, young women mostly. Love is blind. Um, then there's all these kind of excerpts of text messages that are kind of written, scrawled onto onto paper. Can you tell me more about that series and what what it means to you? So. Um... Yeah, it's really interesting that this is the series I've never thought about before because this is not one of maybe my main series to the exhibition. So rarely have people to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So, but this series came from my personal experience like my other was do. I usually regard my photography as just like a diary. Yeah. So this is from my mm. like four-year-long crush on somebody. Um, and then I'm thinking like, when I was 30 years old and then when I look back will I still feel so how to say so passionate about someone or will I still want to test someone so badly so when I get older Mm -hmm. and then I want to uh, it can remind me of my crazy teenage moments it's definitely got that whole teen angst in it but I think we've all been through it as well so you can connect to it whether you're still going through it or whether you remember like that first kind of like heart heartache kind of experience so it was was really nice like I think it's really there's something really raw about it um and so does your work often sort of help you to process stuff that you're going through in your life because many of your series sort of touch on quite personal um seemingly personal subjects that you've got a series called school bullying as well is that something that you experienced yeah it's happened uh in my secondary school because i wasn't fit into that environment so there are many conflicts happen so just like the school bullying so at that time i see many humans nature and the dark side jealous lies and betray so mm. the blindfold 
actually mean two types of people. One is the passive yeah. bystander, and one is the people who directly bullying somebody. So, at that time, I see many people. They, uh, the bystander, they just stand next to the uh, people who bullying someone, but they don't. Yeah, they they didn't say anything, and they they think that. They are not bullying someone, but actually it's not. Their their coward or their silence actually is a bully as well. So I want to mark these memories down for because I don't want this to stay in my mind. I want I rather it to let it stay in the film. And after I published this、uh, series, many people message me say they feel the same and they feel the same experience、mm-hmm. and they're not alone. So. At that moment, I I find oh my god, this is so powerful the photography. But because this is my first published series, and I think that really speaks of you know how about authenticity now that we look for in images. You know, not that the image itself has to be a truthful、um, or realistic depiction of something, but just that、mm-hmm. it's an authentic. Um, representation of something you've experienced personally, you know,、yeah. it's this going back to like what is our subjective experience, and like how can we speak about it through through、yes. words or through photographs, and and then through that you actually connect to、yeah. other people that have, you know, that get you that have been through the same. Yeah. And then, yeah, so in that series, the blindfolds you're talking about,、um, just for、yeah. those that are, you know, if you're if you're look, not looking at the image in front of you right now.、Um, You kind of yeah have this very symbolic metaphorical representation of bullying. So you've it's a series with、um, you've you've got、um, again young girls, young women in in uniforms,、yeah. and they're all blindfolded, and you shoot them in different、yeah. kind of scenes. So those blindfolds you're saying are kind of the metaphor for for yeah, yeah. people that kind of turn a blind eye or that you yeah. Know,、um, And, and I think that's interesting as well when you think about、um, you know other wider social issues that are going on now. Like, what does it mean to to bear witness, you know,、yeah. and to stay silent and not to say anything?、Yes. You know, should we speak up、um, against things that we see? You also、um, kind of delve more into the particular sort of problems of adolescence as well in、yeah. the series Teenage Problems. Yeah. But it's another group of girls who I'd love to hear about this group of girls as well that you shoot、yeah. here, because、um, it seems like you have a bond with them. So they're doing kind of typical teenage things. You've got scenes of them eating pizza, hanging out in the pool in the、mm-hmm. bedroom.、Um, so who are the, who are these women, and how did this、um, series and, and the narrative of that come together? It's really a te- diary like record for my from my adolescence, and this girl is my sister and. Her friends from drama school, and I do a very long and deep interview with them before I do this shooting. Because this shooting is about the problems and and the emotions I feel in my teenage, like、uh, the self esteem,、uh, the eating disorder,、uh, the the、mm-hmm. the security, and I also.、Mm-hmm. Talk about LGBT problems, and there there one girls couple on it, yeah. So they also inspire me of many ideas, yeah. Yeah. So for example, like to to more、uh, focus on the eating disorder problem. So we can see the girl、uh, mm. like in one picture they're eating pizza. Uh, in the next photo, 
actually you can see they have they're puking in the toilet so this yeah. is really unhealthy but this is a very sad and true story i have been through and my and my friend has been through and i think the society have oh. a very hard and strict uh strict rules standards to the woman especially the body the outlook like i chat about the data show like over 18 of people with eating disorder are women so i think it is really horrible status to me uh, many men as i as i ask they don't know what is uh vomiting and hmm. but actually it is quite familiar with girls this horrible word hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, talking about things like eating disorders is super important. Um, um, you know, it's amazing that you're able to do that and have the strength and sort of courage to to bring that up and to talk about those things as well. So, was fashion always part of the plan for you? Because you've kind of gone into it, like you said, very recently, but also you've had a lot of success quite quickly um, in the fashion world. Um, is that something that you, you you always wanted to do? Are you quite fussy about the brands that you work with and who you collaborate with? So I really like fashion, but I don't know how to get mm. into the fashion world actually, to be honest, because I don't have any connections. And then I also heard about it is a it is a really really hard to get in if you don't have any connections. So, but I'm really I'm very lucky. The editors find me. The Hong mm -hmm. Kong Figaro, the Madame Figaro, they find me on the internet because um, they saw my news of winning and other photography award. So uh, I was really surprised. Wow! So the first, <laughs> the first student is they invite me to uh, shoot for Rochelle. That's incredible. To 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 Paris, and then I I got really surprised. Oh my God! You you give me this, such a big job. Even in my first first fashion shooting, yeah. But actually, I love fashion since I was a child because my grandma is a tailor. Usually, I draw the pictures and then I let my grandma make it. So I get a really nice memory and good memory in fashion. Did you always feel that growing up, like? did fashion in some way have or looking you know fashion magazines and, and stuff because mm -hmm. I certainly you know when mm -hmm. I was growing up I remember looking at fashion ma magazines and not mm -hmm. really identifying with any of the images and thinking like well I'm not as good you know I, I don't I don't see where I fit mm -hmm. into this and it felt very kind of alienating mm -hmm. and, and far away did it did it have a negative impact on you at all is it something that now you're kind of a mm -hmm. photographer yourself that you're conscious about and that you want to make sure you um you know create more positive mm -hmm. and diverse like depictions of women and bodies and so yeah i have been through this uh because when i was a children i look at the those beautiful models and they all look the same like a cookie cutters and because I'm not mature yeah. at that time, maybe nine, seven years, um, something more younger. I don't even know what is Photoshop. I don't know there are hairstylists, makeup. I don't know there's a team to project a perfect and dream woman in a page. Yeah, you don't realize, even now, you know, most people don't realize how much work it, <laughs> it can take to make even the most beautiful girl look good, you know. Yes, when you see a flawless skin, actually, you don't know how long the retoucher 
doing the PS. So I, I think it is. I so that's why I always like to tell people about the story of behind the Photoshop and the photo shooting because I want more、mm. girls to know about、mm. the truth and I want to know、um, they are not that abnormal, but the abnormal thing and the Is the、yeah. magazine's photo sometimes? It is too too over. Yeah, and I think you know fantasy and kind of beauty has its place, but it should be especially、yeah. for young girls. There needs to be a responsibility about that, and that it's very clear that this is fantasy. This is not realistic. This is not how you're supposed to look, or even、yeah. how it's possible to look. You know, no one looks like this actually.、Um, so yeah, I think yeah. it's great that you do that, and there is this push、yeah. generally. I think. Because of the female gaze, to have more,、um, you know, natural or more realistic depictions,、yeah. or at least, like you say, to have more explanation about what goes into those shoots and what,、yeah. you know, what it takes to kind of get that image. You shoot on analog、um, usually, so you you shoot、yeah. with film.、Um, And it definitely adds this kind of ethereal quality to your works. They have this almost kind of spectral, very dreamy atmosphere,、um, almost like this. You're creating this sort of photographic paranormal、um, space. Can you tell me more about this aesthetic? Like, what inspired you? What kind of photography and、mm-hmm. art has inspired you in creating this kind of aesthetic that's very distinct? So I know people think my work is dreamy since I was told by the audience. And because being the creator, <laughs> I have no idea what my artistic and style is. Like I didn't do anything on purpose、yeah. when I doing when I shooting at at first, because I don't have a team or I don't have any、oh. art director. So it is about my personality and my past life.、Uh, usually, I just stay in library alone when I was in school or after school. I really love reading and. And opposite side, I have、mm. no interest about K-pop or gossip, so I don't have any topic with my <laughs> classmate. So I always feel like I don't belong、mm. there. So、uh, at that time,、uh, I built up my own little world since I was a children, like with my fan- fancy and the thinker in the book. And the character in the films. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this is how my how my aesthetics come from. You you have photographed yourself sometimes, right? Yes. Yes. And how do you feel in front of the camera? Like, how comfortable is it for you to to do that? Um, I feel very comfortable in front of my own camera because I know myself very well,、yeah. and I know how to present myself、mm-hmm. in my. Ideal way, so I can control every essential. So I feel it is really comfortable to to do the self portrait. Yeah. And how does that feeling kind of influence the way you then shoot other women? Like, is that a similar feeling that you hope other women get when you're photographing them? That they have this kind of feeling of being、mm-hmm. comfortable and trusting you, and this creating this kind of. Exchange. It's really important to make my models feel comfortable. Yeah, because I think the most beautiful facial expression is when the people get the most relaxed、uh, situation. So that's why usually I、mm-hmm. yeah. always get a very deep conversation with my model before the shooting to get to know them better. Yeah. 
Um, you've worked a lot with members of your own family. So you mentioned you photographed your sister. I think you photographed other members of your family as well, right? Yeah. Um, why is that? And has that also influenced how you've then gone on to shoot other people outside your family? They are very convenient for me. <laughs> I live with my family. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And they're, they're very close to me because um, my sister is also my best friend. Like... She can very know what I want, and how does this reflect to my uh, editorial or commercial jobs? I think is I really, um, I already get get used to the super close up with my family, so I will do the same to the to the model because uh, mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling of distance. Like I don't like to yeah. feel like. Oh, she's a model, and I'm a photographer, and we are presenting a clothes. Like I, I don't like this thing. It's too, too hard, and it can't breathe for me. So, uh, yeah, kind of crude. Yeah. Rather than that, I like to create a a great moment, uh, a good picture. Like just like I hang out with my friends or family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got that intimacy yeah. that you kind of you definitely create that effect in your yeah, in your pictures. I think that's yes, um, yeah. that's definitely one of your one of your kind of signature qualities, yeah. I guess, in your work. Um, and that's so beautiful. Yeah, what you're saying too. about your sister that you're yeah. that you're so close, and I can hear someone there with you. Is that your sister? Oh yeah, <laughs> supporting you there, yeah. <laughs> helping you out when you when yeah. you lose your when you lose your footing or lose a word. Eh? That's yeah. that's like what better sister could you hope for? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> are you close in age? Like how many years are between you, the two of you? Do you want to answer? Four years. Four years. Yeah. Four years. So. Leanne, you're you're older. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm the big yeah. sister. Uh, would you define yourself as a feminist? What does mm-hmm. what does that mean to you and your work? Absolutely, I think I'm a feminist. <laughs> feminist means <laughs> um, equality and respect to me. Um, for example, like you know somebody, uh, somebody not because of their sex, like but rather but in their on independent individuals like these people but not possessed and we should not have any shoot or bias because of possessed like women should be more soft and some stereotyping it is really old but we still have this nowadays all the time I feel what are you working on right now um what have you got coming up next apart from the big move to London which I'm sure yes. is a huge thing <laughs> yes. to, to organize and deal with um but yeah what are you shooting what are you photographing at the moment um at this moment like we have a because this virus I have a very long break and I shoot more with my friends and family um and I back to the nature because yeah. I just live next to a forest and I um, take more walk into the nature to see more more details into the plants. Yeah. And on the other hand, I keep learning in different subjects like um, economics because I'm an economy student. Actually, I'm not an art student in my, in my university. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And okay. I'm being the actress in my sister's film. Because my sister is a f- film director, 
trying to be trying to be yeah so (laughs) i'm helping her to to make her word as well in this moment and yeah i'm Mm -hmm. preparing for the solo exhibition in september in a in a hotel yeah where's that gonna be which hotel uh the etong hotel in hong kong yeah wow congrats that sounds yeah, fantastic yeah that's great um i wish we could see it so you're each other's muses that's really cool you and yeah. your sister <laughs> yes she, indeed. you're appearing in her film she's in your photograph yes that's, that's great yes. um final question and yeah. we ask this question at the end of every episode yeah do you have a favorite female photographer mm-hmm. someone who's particularly inspired you or influenced you mm-hmm. in your work in your life does this have to be the photographer or artist is also fine they're poet i think artist is okay yeah we can have an artist someone had that i think harley weir had her mum so i think you can have <laughs> you can have an artist yeah yes this is a chinese poet named yu shu hua and she is with the body disabilities like cerebral pulse this is a how does how to name this cerebral palsy yes yes yeah. yes 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 mm-hmm. she, she is a can, cannot speak or walk normally but uh her poem is very very strong very very wild and full of energy and i also think her poem is very feminist and very romantic i just need to say to you leanne thank you so much yeah, for your time you. and for answering all my questions today and um yeah thanks to your sister and bye to your sister as well thank you thank, thank you. you thanks for having us <laughs>